These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Kaloris, and here with me today are my very funny podcast co-hosts. On the line, we have Alexandria Sweat. How's it going, Alex? It's going well. I'm feeling very gravy. Unemployment so far has felt like a cute little vacation. So, you know, I'm in the honeymoon phase of unemployment right now, and I'm enjoying it. Awesome. That's the good phase of unemployment. And from his bedroom in Midtown Atlanta is TJ Jackson. What's up, TJ? Hey, I didn't feel like sitting on the floor in my closet today. So now I'm in a chair at a desk like a person. And I'm also on unemployment going on month two. I'm sad. Woot, woot. (laughs) George, I was eating this creation I made yesterday that I eat it with chips. And it was really hot, but I was really hungry, and I ate it fast. And I think I ate a whole chip accidentally, and it got caught in my throat. And I almost had what they call a near-death experience. And I thought that was going to be the way that I went choking on a chip and I really didn't want that so I tried my hardest to get it out and I think I did I could still breathe and I think it's still there it's like right there is that possible they'll have a chip in your throat don't poke your neck like that TJ you're gonna hurt yourself more it out that is such a TJ way to die with a Mm -hmm. chip it would be (laughs) to choke on food it's my biggest fear Sometimes you're having a fat kid moment and you're eating way too much spinach dip and some M&Ms or whatever, and then you choke on an M&M and you're like, I don't want people to find me in my underwear eating spinach dip. This would be really embarrassing. Yeah. When I was super sick in the bed and started worrying, oh my God, what if I die from this? I definitely had all those things of like, oh, I need to take care of this stuff before I die. I was like, I got to delete some things off my computer. I got to get rid of some emails. There's a box in a room that needs to go into the trash. How do you deal with that stuff? So if you're like choking, you're like, I really need to get rid of that stuff in my closet before anybody comes in here. That's my biggest worry. I think everybody should have a buddy. If I die, take care of these things before my mom gets here. Exactly. Do you have a designated buddy? I used to. I don't know. Alex, will you be my buddy? I got you. Ooh, and I'll wear all black. Oh, my God. Morbid, but make it fashion. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a costume involved. (laughs) I mean, that's not a personal choice. I want to be someone's buddy now. If any of our listeners are a nurse and knows if you can have a chip stuck in your throat for over a day, let us know. And if anybody wants to be TJ's buddy and clear out his closet when he dies so his mom doesn't find all his porn, email us at funniestpeopleiknow at (laughs) gmail.com. What a weird email. (laughs) Yes, this is about clearing the porn out of the closet. (laughs) I'd like to volunteer. (laughs) TJ, the conversations you get us on, this started with me asking you, how are you doing? And now we're recruiting people to clear out your porn. (laughs) With me, it's a roller coaster experiences. Ooh, you're a wild card. 
Yes, that's what I've been told on my report card. Wild card. (laughs) (laughs) I had some people who listened to the show reach out to me last week, and I really appreciate it. I got really sick. I got COVID. Luckily, I had a very mild case. I'm recovered. I'm feeling very healthy. So thank you to people who reached out. The good news is that I've been taking a lot better care of myself than I have in a while. I've been sleeping. I've been eating super healthy. So I'm doing really good. But then I had this moment where I realized which of my friends actually listen to this show and who lies about listening because certain people sent me really nice text messages checking in with me. And there's other people I have not heard from who tell me they listen every week. So I'm calling you guys out. Wow. That's a good way to find out who's watching the show. Drop this huge thing. If I am told that I have like a month to live, I'm dropping it on this show first just so I can see who are the real ones out there. Yeah, who are our real friends who listen. Exactly. I got more feedback from strangers than friends, and I was like, hmm, noted. (laughs) Okay. Uh, another really crazy thing that happened this week, Kanye West oh, has yeah. announced he's, quote, running for president. So, I mean, uh, he announced in a tweet, and so far, as of the day of this recording, we haven't heard anything. So his tweet says, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I'm running for president of the United States. Alex, you look like you got something to say. Oh, my God. First and foremost, I just want to say I'm tired. Where do we even begin? Like a post I saw on my timeline the other day, how 2020 of Kanye was to make this announcement right now. (laughs) We don't need this. Kanye was almost having a decent 2020. I'm still mad at him. It's going to take a while before I forget that he said slavery was a choice. Some people have this theory that that was a woke thing about enslaved in your mentality, which I totally understand. But as a person that loves history, I was like, no, we do not need this today. Also, like him announcing he's running for president. No, we do not need this today. Everyone has an opinion about this. And I'm still unpacking my feelings around Kanye announcing that he's running for presidency. But one thing that I saw that I'm really struggling with and hoping that people are a little bit smarter than this is that some people really think that Kanye announcing that he's running for president is a way to divide the black vote because Joe Biden is Joe Biden, and there is a lot of like, I don't know if I want to vote for this guy. And that theory for me personally is like, okay, I get it. Joe Biden is not who I necessarily want to vote for. Sure, there's things I'm not happy about. But is the serious voter, black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever demographic you fall in, gay, straight, if you're a serious voter, Would you take Mr. West seriously at all? (laughs) Anyone that votes for him is going to write somebody's name in anyway. I don't want to shade that person. That is their choice. But as a black person who votes, I just feel like there is nothing about Kanye entering this race that will sway me. And I'm not convinced that other black voters would be swayed by a Kanye entering this race. I really hope that's not the thing. 
I also don't think he's that strategic to think that he could do this and separate the black vote and be that divisive. I really don't think it was about that. I really just feel like he probably sat down with Kim in the back patio like Chris and the kids was in the lawn playing and everybody was giggling in the pool. And he was like, you know what? Scrolling through his Twitter, going through his Facebook feed and like, I've donated this money to the Black Lives Matter movement. I've made clothing lines and tennis shoes that look like pieces of mold and sea material. Why don't I just run for president? What do you guys think? I don't know what Elon Musk is saying either. I think that man has also lost his mind. Is he his VP choice? I don't know. But retweeted him yesterday with an American flag emoji, which was the least you could do. I don't know. <laughs> the bar has just set really low for our floaters. So I'm just like, why not? There's lots of reasons why not. To me, it feels like it was a prank on me because I have used Kanye as an example of a seemingly liberal bad idea for president. He seemed like the equal opposite Donald Trump. I even used to tell people, imagine if the 2016 election, your choices were Dick Cheney or Kanye West. Who would you vote for? And that's always how I imagined it must have been for some people to vote between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. But then him, like, quote, running for president, which I don't believe, I think it's a publicity stunt. But we've seen publicity stunts go far in this country. So you can't just take them as a joke anymore. Who was ever in charge of the simulation was like, oh, this is going to be so funny. Exactly. I have enough I, trouble defending myself that I listen to Kanye's music. And people are like, he's such an asshole. How could you even listen to his music? I couldn't imagine having to justify that vote. No. I totally agree with you. I still have to defend some of my favorite Kanye tracks. Because at the end of the day, the man made some good music. Well... He has been quite the a-hole. It's not enough where I have to stop listening to my favorite songs. I think it was interesting that you mentioned the whole publicity stunt thing, because I did hear through the Internet that Mr. West may be releasing an album soon. So who knows? Maybe the album is titled I'm Running for President in 2020. And it's Mm. really some sort of hoax just to get us all into this album and the publicity. Kanye West announcing this run for presidency even had Tiffany Haddish joking around and saying that she was going to run for president, which I really wouldn't be mad about. I had the same thought when I saw five minutes later, Paris Hilton announced that she's running for president. And I was like, (laughs) one, thank you other celebrities for pointing out that this is ridiculous and make it a joke. But I would vote for Paris Hilton over Kanye West while she is not qualified. Mm -hmm. She hasn't lost her freaking mind in public. We've seen Kanye lose his sanity in public. We have not seen that of Paris Hilton. So in this weird world, she is far more qualified. Kanye talks nonsense like a crazy person, someone who needs to go see a doctor. And I'm concerned for his health. I think he's on a Charlie Sheen path. So no, I can't take you seriously. And I can't take seriously anybody who would vote for you. Mm-mm. I need him to get out of the land of Kardashian. I'm concerned and I hope he gets help. But yeah, like, just don't run for president right now, Kanye. We don't need any more. We're already disappointed. Why don't you go back to making really great albums and not phoning them in like the last couple? How about you do that and leave the president thing to others? 
in the past few weeks, another thing that's been going on in the news is we've really seen a reckoning as companies, TV shows, and cities are really coming to terms and dealing with their racially insensitive backgrounds. We're seeing statues taken down. We're seeing cartoons like The Simpsons and Family Guy changing their cast so white actors aren't voicing characters of color. And as of last week, the Washington Redskins are taking a serious look at changing their name, which it's about damn time. But Uh we can't judge too much. We're not innocent because Atlanta is home of the Atlanta Braves. That's not as blatantly racist as Redskins, but it's problematic. So my question for you guys is, do you think the Braves should change their name? Yeah, I believe you should rebrand every five to ten years. So why not? So you just think it's a good rebranding? I agree with the rebranding and kind of to your earlier point, George, these types of things have been a conversation for a while in Washington with the name of their team. It's a conversation that we've had. We might as well include the Atlanta Braves in that conversation. If they need some help coming up with some names, if there's anyone that could help them. What do you think? What if they called them the Duracells because they play at Battery Park? (laughs) Go Duracell. (laughs) Yo, what does that mascot look like? (laughs) (laughs) You know how the Savannah baseball team is the Savannah Bananas? Yeah. I think we should be the Atlanta Santas. (laughs) (laughs) Like Santa Claus? Exactly. And everyone wears Santa hats, and it would just be the trippiest thing. (laughs) Everybody goes like, ho, 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 when you score. What is it, a touchdown? No, it's not a touchdown. It's a run. Um, Field goal. (laughs) Home run. Field goal. Field goal. That's right. It's a field goal. (laughs) (laughs) We have the Hawks and the Falcons, and these are big birds. And we had done the Thrashers, but they were the hockey team, but they're gone now, so we can't have that. So I looked it up, and the state butterfly of Georgia is the Eastern Tiger Swallow. And I think the Atlanta Eastern Tiger Swallows has a great ring to it. And our mayor is Mayor Bottoms. So I'm thinking swallows and bottoms. I mean, it just really sounds like it would all work together. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. Their pride night would be... mm, (laughs) The mascot would be a big butterfly. Yes. And they could have raves on the field after each game. Oh, Oh my God. God. Glow-in-the-dark parties and all types of stuff. I'm down for it. Mm Mm-hmm. I got one other idea. I went to school at Oglethorpe University in Atlanta, and their mascot is the Stormy Petrel, and it's a seabird with oily wings. And legend has it, sailors used to catch these birds and set fire to them, and they would fly to land to die. And that's how James Oglethorpe found Georgia. He set this bird on fire, it flew towards land, and that ended up being Savannah. Wow. So I think what? Atlanta could totally use Oglethorpe's mascot and become the Atlanta Petrels. And it's already been ranked. It was named the second worst university mascot after the UC Santa Cruz banana slugs. So we already know it has a <laughs> bit of a ring to it. Those are my suggestions. How would the bird's wings have oil on them? They're just greasy, like my hair at this moment. Naturally oily wings. They would catch on fire and apparently fly towards land to die. And this is the legend. This is what I heard when I went to Oglethorpe. Why don't we have monuments of that? <laughs> of that bird flying on fire towards Georgia? It would be immaculate. <laughs> no one would want to tear that down. <laughs> I don't know. PETA might have something to say about that. 
true, but they're not going to come tear it down, I don't think. And imagine you're at the Braves game and there's flaming birds every time somebody scores or as part of the fireworks. They <laughs> set fire to some petrols, fake ones, because that would be dangerous. I set fire to the bird. <laughs> Watch it fly. Drop some turds. Is this their new song? Yes, everyone sings it every time there's a touchdown or field goal. <laughs> Instead of doing the tomahawk chomp? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like as a kid going to the games, you'd find yourself doing the tomahawk chop, and then somebody's like, Have you ever thought that there's something wrong with that? And you're like, <laughs> mind blown. You're like, Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I guess that's really bad. Oh, and then you go to a game next time and everyone's doing it and you're like, this is so uncomfortable. Exactly. It's a very Parks and Rec moment. <laughs> this has been a crazy, crazy year. So much has changed. TJ, we're at the six month mark and you found a diary entry you wanted to share with us about this crazy year. Yeah. Dear Diary 2020 edition, in January, Australia caught on fire. I don't even know if that fire was put out because we straight up almost went to war with Iran. We might actually still be almost at war with them. I don't know because Jen Aniston and Brad Pitt spoke to one another at an award show and everyone flipped the F out. But then that there was something happening in China. Then Prince Harry and Meghan peaced out of the royal family. And then there was this whole impeachment trial. And then coronavirus showed up in the U.S. officially. And then Kobe died in U.K peaked out of the European Union. And then in February, Iowa crapped itself with the caucus results and the president was acquitted and the Speaker of the House took 10 years to rip up a speech. But then WHO decided to give this virus a name, COVID-19, which confused some really important people in charge of like our lives into thinking there was 18 other versions before it. But then Harvey Weinstein was found guilty and Americans started asking if Corona beer was safe to drink and everyone on Facebook became a doctor and just knew the flu like killed way more people than COVID-1 through 18. Then in March, shit hit the fan. Warren dropped out of the presidential race and Sanders was like Bernie or bust. But then Italy shut its whole ass down and then COVID not 1 through 18 officially became what everyone already realized a pandemic and then a nationwide state of emergency was declared in the U.S. but it didn't really change anything so everyone confused or thought it was just still the flu but then covid not 18 was like y'all not taking me seriously i'm going to infect the one celebrity everyone loves and totally infected tom hanks but then the dow took a shit on itself and most of us still don't understand why the stock market is so important or even a thing. I know I don't, but then we were all introduced to Tiger King. Carol totally killed her husband and Netflix was like, you're welcome. And we all realized there was no way we're, we're washing our hands enough in the first place because all of our hands are now dry and gross. And then in April, Bernie finally busted himself out of the presidential race. And then NYC became the set of the walking dead. And we learned that no one has face masks, ventilators or toilet paper or the freaking Swiffer wet jet liquid and then Kim Jong-un died and he came back to life or did he I don't know who knows because then the Pentagon released videos of UFOs and nobody cared and we were like man it's only April then in May the biblical end times kicked off with historical locust swarms and then we learned of murder hornets and realized that 2020 was the start of the Hunger Games but people forgot to let us know and then people legit protested <laughs> lockdown measures like AR-15s and then sports events 
events were canceled everywhere. And then people all over America finally reached a breaking point with race issues and violence. There were protests in every city. And then people forgot about the pandemic called COVID, not one through 18. The media struggled with how to focus on two important things at once. And then people in general struggled to focus on one more important thing. And a dead whale was found in the middle of the Amazon rainforest and either in May or April. No one's keeping track at this point. A giant asteroid <laughs> nearly missed Earth. Then in June, science and common sense just got thrown straight out the window and somehow wearing masks became a political thing. And then a whole lot of people realized the South actually lost the Civil War. And there are a large amount of people who feel the statues they don't even know the name of are needed for history reasons. And then everyone sort of remembered there was a pandemic and then decided that not wearing a mask was somehow a God-given right. Still haven't found that part in the Bible or in the Constitution. And then scientists announced they found a mysterious undiscovered mass at the center of the earth and everyone was like don't you dare touch it and then everyone took a pause to realize that people actually believed gone with the wind was like non-fiction and then it was also announced there was a strange radio signal coming from somewhere in the universe that repeats itself every so many days everyone was like don't you dare attempt to communicate with it and then america reopened from the shutdown it actually wasn't even a shutdown and so far things have gone spectacularly not that great but everyone is on Facebook arguing that masks killed because no one knows how breathing works. And then Florida was like, hold my beer and let me show you how we're number one, all things, including the new not Corona beer coronavirus. <sighs> then Trump decides now is a good time to ask the Supreme Court to shut down Obamacare because what better thing to do than in the middle of the pandemic? But then we learned there was a massive dust cloud coming straight at us from the Sahara Desert, which is totally normal. But this is 2020 so the ghost mummy thing is most likely in that dust cloud and then i learned of meth gators and i'm like that is so not on my effing 2020 bingo card and then we learned that the congo's worst ever ebola outbreak is over and we were all like there was an ebola outbreak that was the worst ever and what was your library aliens zeus asteroids artificial intelligence becomes self-aware sheesh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> It's so much. I need you guys to know that TJ just busted out his old diva fan and had to ban himself after he read 2020 for filth. Like, oh yo, God. I forgot about murder hornets. That's oh how much God, has been going on. I think I suppressed everything that happened between January and June, to be totally honest. And I'm just pretending none of it is happening. I'm just in total denial. You and the White House both. And then there's this whale in the Amazon. What is up with this whale in the Amazon? How does a whale get in the Amazon and we don't know about it? That would be like the top story in any other year. Newsrooms are like, we don't have time for it. The city is on fire or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, we got time for that. So the whale was found in the middle of the Amazon rainforest in either May or April. The other day, after the recording, I was telling you guys that I watched the movie Sister Act 2. Alex, you pointed out that the kid in Sister Act, so one of the things, Oh Happy Day, was in that band City High, which I have not yes. thought about in over 20 years. City High, you know that band that did that song? What would you do? So City High does this song called What Would You Do? I sent it to TJ because he had never heard of it. And then I listened to it for probably the first time in 20 years. And y'all, I'm going to play a little clip of it. This song is messed up. 
I did not realize how screwed up this song was forever ago when I listened to it. What would you do if the song was at home? Crying all alone on the bedroom floor Cause he's hungry And the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man For a little bit of money and his daddy's gone So we're smoking rock now In and out of lockdown I ain't got a job now So to you this is just a good time But for me this is what I call life There is so much going on there. PJ, did you listen to this? Yeah. Oh, good song. It starts with that kid from Sister Act 2 and his friend, and they're hanging out on the stoop, and they're slut-shaming some girl named Lonnie. And they're like, yo, Lonnie's a hoe. And then this girl's like, don't you be calling her a hoe. And she's like, what would you do? And then it cuts to the song, which is like the weirdest intro to begin with. He's telling the story. He's at a party. He says there's five to six strippers. Everybody's having a great time. And then he recognizes Lonnie from junior high and pulls her to the side and starts interrogating her. He's like, what are you doing here dancing for cash? And shames her. And she's like, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? And he's still judging. He doesn't even listen. She tells him that she wakes up every morning wishing she'd die and then confesses that she's the victim of incestual rape. The song cuts and it goes back to the framing scene of the people sitting on the stoop. <laughs> Guys are all like, well, can't she get a real job? Dude, she's clearly had a troubled past. Quit judging. <laughs> this wow. song was a full feature film, honestly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you were having a good time with those strippers, and then you started judging. He goes into telling her that she's not the only one that has a baby and has to deal with raising a child. You need to be putting down on this child's needs, child support or something if you're going to tell me how I'm supposed to pay for my child. Also, let's not shame sex work. Some people have to do that. There is so much wrong with this. Oh, my God, I'm mad. Some people are really good at sex work, and some people need sex workers because they're not getting it anywhere else. And really, she's not even doing that. She's just a stripper. We can't be just calling her out on stuff she didn't do. Then they cut back into the song, and now they sample the next episode, the song by Dr. Dre and Snoop. Hold up. What would you do? Get up on my feet and let go of every excuse. So he drops his sample, which they clearly had to pay money for, just to be like, get up on your own two feet and give up on your excuses. He is not listening. And to think at one time we thought this was inspirational. I am reading these lyrics again, thinking about 16, 17 year old Alex being like, girl, I know if my mother can do it, baby, you can do it. Thinking that was some real understanding. Like there's no consideration of the things that she has had to experience in her life. No one's offering her any resources, outlets, jobs, housing, clothing, food for her child. Now I want to take her to like a place that can help her. I'm really sympathetic when at a certain point in my life, I was very judgmental of Lonnie. We danced to it at parties. And I remember thinking the lyrics were kind of funny. And then at some point I'm paying attention. I'm like, oh my God, you guys are assholes. This woman needs help. Take Lonnie and help her. Don't be judging. They don't come to a conclusion. It's not like he finally gets where she's coming from or whatever. It just ends with them singing the chorus 
over and over again. And then at one point they rap the chorus that they just sang and then sing it again, which is just bad song building. 20 years later, I'm canceling City High, What Would You Do? It kind of sucks as a song. It was a little catchy, but I'm so mad and I'm so team Lonnie. I can't even with the song. This song did not age well. That is for sure. I think I just got mad all over again because I realized City High doubled down on lecturing this woman, Lonnie, what she needs to be doing with her life when they decided to rap the same lyrics to the verse that they have been singing for the past three to four minutes. <laughs> Maybe if we wrap it, she's going to yeah. get it better. Let people do what they need to do. Let's offer compassion. What would you do? Mm-hmm. It's just wrong. <laughs> Sorry, City High. I hope y'all weren't planning a big tour because we've just canceled you. <laughs> right. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to our producer, Jane Boynton, who edits the show. If you enjoy the show, please review, subscribe, share with a friend. Email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. Bye. Bye.